Welcome to the Fit Foundations podcast. This is your go-to podcast for breaking down the basics of fitness. We ditch diet culture and use a mix of science and psychology to understand how to get fit, healthy, and gain confidence. I am your host, Sam, certified personal trainer, nutritionist, and lover of pancakes, puppies, and traveling the world. And my aim is to give you knowledge and actionable steps to transforming your mind, body, and lifestyle. In today's episode, we will talk about that overwhelming and frustrating feeling that we can have about where to even begin, right? You may have decided that you want to make a change. You want to lose weight, become healthier, get your confidence back, maybe get energy up to be able to play with your kids, but there's just so much misinformation on the internet. There's so much that goes into making those changes that you're like, where do I even begin? What diet is the best diet? What exercise is the best exercise? What foods do I eat? What foods do I avoid? It just becomes really overwhelming and it tends to make us shut down. So today I want to talk about this thought process that's actually happening in our mind and how to get past it. So this overwhelming and almost sense of procrastination is something called cognitive distortion. So if we want to look at the actual textbook definition of cognitive distortion, it's thought patterns that are exaggerated or irrational. So an example, let's say we have a goal to save $10,000 right? And we've been budgeting and we've been cutting certain things out and saving as much money as we can. And we get to the end of our timeline and we've saved $7,000. Now it would be a little bit irrational to think that you completely failed, to think that you are a failure, you have no money, you're, you know, we can get as negative as we want to, but that seems a little irrational because we're like, you still save $7,000, which is very close to reaching your goal, right? So that is still a win in should be everybody's book. But we can also relate that to health and fitness, right? We may have a goal to work out four times a week and you only hit, let's say, two workouts that week and we immediately think it's a failure, right? In our head, we truly believe that we completely failed. We're not getting any closer to our goals. We haven't achieved anything, but it's actually the exact same thing as having a goal to save $10,000 and saving $7,000, right? We still made progress. We still got really freaking close to that goal. And it's the same thing with health and fitness. Did we get in our four workouts? No, but we got really freaking close and we still tried and we still made progress towards those goals, even if we didn't fully hit exactly what we were planning on hitting, right? So this is cognitive distortion. And there's actually a few different types of cognitive distortion. So I want to go into some of those. The first type of cognitive distortion is going to be all or nothing thinking. So this means kind of exactly how it sounds. It's just very black or white thinking. So it's either you're perfect or you fail, right? So to explain some of these things, I think stories are really helpful and can help you understand the concept. So let's talk about 
Lisa, right? And Lisa has struggled with this all or nothing thinking. So Lisa has committed to a weight loss protocol. She starts off really strong. She's following the plan. She's doing her meal prep at home. She's exercising regularly, doing all the things she needs to for the first two weeks. But one day she is at a birthday party and she gives into a craving and eats a piece of cake. Instead of acknowledging that it's just one piece of cake and it's okay to enjoy that and move on and continue working towards her goals, Lisa falls into the trap of this all or nothing thinking, right? Instead, she thinks she's completely ruined everything, you know, thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ate a piece of cake. I've completely blown my diet. I'm a failure. I messed up today, so I might as well continue eating whatever I want and I'll just try again and start over on Monday. I I knew this whole weight loss thing is impossible for me, right? That's an all or nothing thinking and it's leading her to view her journey in extreme terms, right? She's thinking about the situation as an absolute failure instead of recognizing that occasional indulgences are normal and should be part of a balanced lifestyle, right? She's seeing that one slice of cake as a reason to abandon her entire plan. And this type of cognitive distortion will absolutely get in the way of you being able to reach your goals. I know many of you have probably experienced this yourself. I know I have, and I definitely struggled with all or nothing thinking in the past. And it kept me just in this hamster wheel of starting over and over and over because anytime I messed up, anytime I was less than perfect, I just completely gave up on my goals, right? And it's important to understand that this is a type of cognitive distortion meaning it's not the truth, right? It's just a thought process that we're having in our head. And that thought process is really holding us back from being able to stay consistent and see the changes that we are trying to make for ourselves. Next, let's talk about another type of cognitive distortion, which is emotional reasoning. Emotional reasoning is a cognitive distortion where people let their emotions guide their thoughts without even considering objective evidence or what the truth really is, right? So we're just basing everything off emotion. We're not really looking at the facts. So again, you know, I like my stories. So let's talk about Sarah, Sarah, who is struggling with emotional reasoning. So Sarah's been working super hard with her weight loss journey for a few months. She's really been crushing it. She's been following a balanced diet, tracking her macros, getting in her protein. She's been following a program in the gym, regularly attending her workouts. And one morning she steps on the scale and sees that she's gained a pound, right? The scale spiked up. And instead of looking at the reasons why the scale might up that morning, she immediately lets her emotions take over. And she automatically thinks, I knew I couldn't do this. You know, I've been working so hard and now I've gained this weight back. I'm a failure. I might as well give up because I know I'll never reach my goal weight. Right? So in this, Sarah's letting that emotional reasoning lead her response to the scale, right? She's basing her feelings of what that number is saying 
to dictate her actions in the future. And she's not even considering those other factors that could contribute to those temporary weight fluctuations. Because it's actually super normal for scale weight to fluctuate, especially for women. It can fluctuate because you ate later than normal, because you had a high sodium meal, because your muscles are sore, your cycle is approaching, you're, you haven't had regular bowel movements. I mean, there's so many reasons why we can see that scale spike up. But having this emotional reasoning can, can get in the way of you making progress because we are now making these impulsive and negative decisions just because of our emotional reactions, right? We're not looking at this rationally. We're not looking at the facts, at the data, at the truth. We're letting our emotions take over, right? This is a really challenging one. Again, something that a lot of you can probably relate to. I know I do as well. We grew up in this society where we were told so many things, right? I know when I was growing up, there was all of these movies and TV shows and magazines and things like that, that was portraying what beauty looked like, what a good body looked like, what a healthy body looked like, right? And it was all women that were stick thin and barely ate and, you know, (laughs) weighed the least amount, right? The lower the number on the scale, the better, the more beautiful you were. And that's kind of been instilled in us. So when we're trying to break these things that we have spent years and years believing, it's hard to detach that emotion away from it, right? But when we can have that awareness and we can understand, hey, these are, you know, this is that emotional reasoning coming up. This is me still attaching my emotions and allowing them to dictate my actions and to dictate the decisions that I'm making. You know, let me take a step back. Let me take a moment to look at the truth to be a little bit more objective and use that data to be able to help me make my decisions, to be able to guide my actions. And the third type of cognitive distortion that I want to talk about is called catastrophizing. So catastrophizing is a cognitive distortion that causes people to assume things are worse than they are or will have a worse outcome than what is realistic. So this was kind of also used with the all or nothing thinking we talked about with the emotional reasoning that we talked about, because in both of these situations, they're just blowing things out of proportion, right? They're predicting these really extreme negative outcomes, right? Just like in the first example I was talking about with the money, if we want to use catastrophizing, we could say, you know, I had this goal to save $10,000. I was able to save 7000 but I didn't hit my goals, so I'm never going to be financially free. I'm going to be broke forever. This is terrible. I've ruined everything, right? That's catastrophizing because no, you're not, right? You still save 7000 freaking dollars, which is great. You're taking things to the extreme and you're blowing things out of proportion, right? So these are kind of three types of cognitive distortions that can be happening in our thought processes that we may have not even recognized before. And hopefully understanding that some of these are normal 
it can allow us to learn how to move past them, learn how to recognize them, first of all, and then be able to move past them because these are often a big mental hurdle that is holding us in this place that we've been stuck in, right? That's been holding us where we're not feeling our best self. We're not confident. We're not comfortable in our own skin. We're not seeing the changes that we want in our body. We don't feel like our best self because our mind, our thought processes, this cognitive distortion is holding us back, right? It keeps tricking our mind into staying the same. That's not going to help us get to where we want to be. So now I want to kind of talk about a way that we can actually be successful with changing our body, that we can start to think about how we can dispute this cognitive distortion and how we can tell our mind, hey, this actually isn't happening. This actually isn't true. And that's with something called the butterfly effect. So the butterfly effect is the idea that small actions or decisions can lead to significant change over time. And it comes from something called the chaos theory, where they say a butterfly flapping his wings in one part of the world could potentially set off a chain of events leading to significant changes somewhere else. So I know that sounds a little bit confusing, but I feel like we've all seen one of those movies where the characters go back in time and if they change one small thing, their future looks completely different than it would, right? So just to kind of talk about an example for me, when I was applying for grad schools, I was applying to several schools in Florida. I knew I wanted to get out of Arkansas and move to Florida. But I was accepted into two different graduate programs. One was USF, University of South Florida in Tampa, and the other was UCF, which is the University of Central Florida in Orlando. So it seems like maybe it wasn't that big of a decision, right? Regardless, I'm moving to Florida. Regardless, I'm getting into a graduate program for the same profession. But in actuality, if I would have made a different decision, my entire life could look different, right? I chose to go to USF, the University of South Florida in Tampa. This is where I met my best friends, also met my fiance. It's also in that graduate program that I started my fitness journey. And that led me to opening my online business and led me to where I am today. If I would have chosen to go to UCF in Orlando, I could have never met my best friends. I could have never met my fiance. I could have never had this, you know, passion take over me in in health and fitness. I don't know what my future would look like, right? So it's just that one decision, that one action I took on choosing which university to go to that could have completely changed the outlook of my future, right? And the same thing applies to your health and fitness. So these things that you think may be seemingly small actions, like maybe taking a walk for 10 minutes or even just going to the gym once a week, they can actually create big changes in the future. Because a lot of times these small changes can create this ripple effect 
leading to more and more change. So you may think if you want to lose weight, if you want to build muscle, if you want to get healthy, you start thinking about all the things that you have to do, right? Well, now I have to start cooking at home and I have to start going to the gym four times a week and I have to start going for walks and I have to start practicing stress management and I have to start getting, you know, more sleep. And you just think about so many things that you have to do that we get into that overwhelm right? We let a lot of those cognitive distortions even kick in. And then we end up not starting. Or we end up starting trying to fit in so many different things that it's overwhelming and we give up or we feel like we failed, right? Again, those cognitive distortions start to kick in. But the truth of the matter and the reality is that if we just take small steps and we start making these really small changes, it can actually lead to a big difference. So if you don't have the time to start going to the gym four times a week, what if you start with once a week? If you don't have time to go for 30 minute walks every day, what if you start with five minutes, right? Because all of these things will slowly start manifesting more change. And if you don't believe me, try it, right? So I challenge you to start increasing this awareness around the thoughts you may have, this cognitive distortion that's happening in your mind, and then actually challenge it, right? Remind yourself of the things that I hope you learned today, because something that the butterfly effect has really taught us is that one small thing can make a big impact in your life. And that holds true when you have these goals to lose weight or improve your health, So instead of thinking you have to do it all, we need to recognize that just making one small change in your life can actually put you on the path towards reaching your goals. If you have any questions or want to talk more about what you've learned today, my inbox is always open. You can message me on Instagram at fitfam underscore by Sam. That's fitfam underscore by Sam. But thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, the best way you can support me is to leave a five-star rating and share with your friends. But that was all for today. So I will talk to you guys next time.